The Circling Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Bind Magazine. Claim your $5 annual subscription when you visit bindmagazine.com and enter promo code PODCAST at checkout. Your subscription includes six issues of our region's top publications celebrating mountain culture and four bonus issues of Bend Home and Design, the leading home and building design magazine in Central Oregon. Remember, enter promo code PODCAST at checkout. The Circling Podcast, a Central Oregon-focused podcast designed to redefine what it means to be a community, how to invest in each other and the place that we live. Let's encourage each other in the basics, like kindness, respect, gratitude, patience. Let's learn about individuals, local businesses, and nonprofits that invest in our community. Let's remember how much we have in common and start respecting our differences. Let's lead the next generation of Central Oregonians, young and old, by example. And in the process, let's help shape the growth of our region, ensure opportunity for more, and maintain what we all love about Central Oregon, the beauty, the adventure, and the way of life. Today's guests, Polly Cohen. Raised on the Oregon coast, Polly, who is described by her peers as one of the most passionate, educated, and loving executive directors of all time, is leading her team to new heights and offering equine therapy services as a proven treatment option for a number of physical and mental life challenges to more and more Central Oregonians. Joining Polly, Allie Burke, a recent addition to the Healing Rains family. Allie was part of the marketing team at Deschutes Brewery for over a decade and was recruited for her incredible personality, passion, and relational strengths. Allie and her team are cultivating extraordinary experiences for guests of Healing Rains Ranch, and in the process, the organization is booming. You guys, thank you for letting me come out here and check out Healing Rains. It's super beautiful. Just driving up, I couldn't believe how relaxing it was. Um, I've heard of this place a long time. I've been in Bend for a while, and I've heard of it, and I think even been associated with some organizations that have supported you guys in one way or another over the years, but I've never actually been here. So I would strongly encourage people that have any interest in the facility and the, and the, uh, the grounds of healing rains. Um, we'll talk more about that at the end of the show, but just driving up, it's remarkable. Um, today we have with us, uh, Polly Cohen, the executive director of healing rains, as well as Allie Burke. Did I pronounce both of your names correctly? Yes. All right. Thank you again for being here. We also have a special guest, uh, who will chime in a little bit later. Um, Polly, tell us about yourself. Well, Adam, I've been here in Central Oregon for over 10 years. I've been at Healing Rains for that amount of time as well. Um, I'm a mom of two fun boys. Um, I have a husband who's a captain. He's a commercial fisherman. And I just love um, living in Central Oregon. Biggest thing I love about it is that the community support. I love my job. I love my job. Healing Rains is a dream job. Doesn't feel like one. And uh this industry, um, therapeutic writing industry, it's grown tremendously in the last 20 years, and I look forward to seeing what um, it does in the future. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Uh, you moved to Bend in 1997, mm-hmm. and you were originally. here until 2002. Correct. For and college. then, yep. And oh, did you go to COCC? I sure did. It's me too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turned out some reasonably decent human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of. It's an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And Mom. then, and then you moved back in 2011. I did. Yes, yeah. for Healing Rains. Okay. So at the time, Healing Rains was looking for a program director, and um, I had started a therapeutic writing center at the Oregon coast back mm. in 2007, and the opportunity of coming here um, was something that I took seriously. Um, we have two young boys, and I knew that the community with sports and outdoor adventures and then Healing Rains um, would be just a great place to come yeah, back to. Yeah, it's wonderful. And, and prior to... Healing Rains here, you were at uh, a, a similar type facility. What what did you do prior to that? What, like, what's your, what do you study in school? What's your background that got you into this? Well, actually, background is criminal justice. Okay. I went to school to become a parole and probation officer, but I have a mom who's a Montessori teacher, and she kept saying, please do something with horses and kids. And I was like, Mom, I don't know what that is. And then uh, this was uh, 21 years ago, and the therapeutic writing industry was just starting to get um, off the ground. And um, this is when I heard about uh, Healing Reigns. So I actually was working at J. Day Youth Services, yeah. working as an equine director um, at their girls program, and was able to bring them here to Healing Reigns to volunteer. Yeah. And when I walked into the barn, I thought, oh, what is this place? And then I was like thrilled and overwhelmed by um, the energy that was here at Healing Reigns and asked Penny, who was a program director, to... Um, you know, how do I get involved? How do we become an instructor? And so she was able to, you know, get me certified. Yeah. And after that, I went up to a little bit therapeutic writing center in Seattle, Washington. And that is where they taught me everything from how the board runs, how um, behind the scenes uh, a center works. And so that allowed me to go back home to my hometown of Newport, Oregon, and start a therapeutic writing center there in uh, 2007. Awesome. Is that is that center still going? It is. Nice. It is in there. Yeah. Do you, uh, are you in contact with them regularly? Mm-hmm. I am. Do you guys bounce uh, failures, wins off each other? Absolutely. And yeah. that's what's great about this community and therapeutic writing, um, different centers. There's over 900 centers nationwide and we work together. So if I need a different type of document, I'm able to like call a center and say, hey, do you have a new volunteer orientation document? And they said, absolutely. So we share information back yeah. and forth. Great. That's awesome, and and you said you share wins too. Absolutely. Have you show, have you shared your win that you won today? I have not because it's brand new, and we're just thrilled about it. Do you want Do you want to share it on here? Absolutely. We are honored to receive a large grant this morning of one hundred twelve thousand dollars that will assist us with our summer program with getting yay, yay! Um, more kids um, being seen. Um, get them here on site, um, interacting with the horses out of their house. Um, um, and uh, experience um, how amazing horses are. And so we're thrilled. And this also allows us to um, purchase more horses and other supplies that are needed. Um, a staff person that is bilingual to interact with oh, the Latino wonderful. community. That's going to um, be awesome. It will be. It's a game changer for us. It's wow. an area that we've been wanting to expand to, but uh, needed more resources. Yeah. So this grant allows us to uh, to open those doors yeah. further. Good job, you guys. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. We're very proud. All right, Allie Burke, Development Director. When did you start working here? Ooh, it's going to be one year next week. Pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. Do you have her like her one year review already? Yeah. It's A plus already. Oh, we don't even man. have one. Yes. <laughs> Allie has taken off in that department. Yeah. And, um, it's been wonderful. Cool. Tell us about yourself, Allie. 
Well, I have been a Bendite now for nearly 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, moved up here from Southern California. Uh, wound up, you know, after college, uh, taking a backpacking trip across Europe that uh, was several months long, which is amazing. Um, and wound up coming back to the States engaged. Cool. And with my partner that I went on the trip with and um, had no jobs because we had quit our jobs and didn't really have any place to live. Um, And I had a cousin that just moved to Bend um, a few, well, almost a year earlier and just said, hey, come, come hang out with us. Stay with us for a bit. Uh, Save money for your wedding and, you know, have an adventure for a year. And so we promised our families we'd be gone one year and um, we would return to the Southern California way of life. And we have not looked back. So <laughs> we now have two small children. I don't, I don't think you're alone, here. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all right. Yeah, it's an incredible yeah. place. And uh, now our parents are actually moving up. So oh, yeah, cool. We're recruiting. That'll be great for your family. <laughs> yes. My definitely. wife and I, that's the one thing that we wish we had was a uh, family closer by. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Um Wonderful. So you you studied at University of California, San Diego. Yeah. Before we started recording, my my wife or we talked about how my wife went to San Diego State. Um, I don't really know much about either school, but that's interesting. She rode crew for San Diego State oh, awesome. and the Bay. That's we went and and that got me into some other interesting things in water. We might be, get back to later or not. Just being down in San Diego. Uh, what were you doing prior to Healing Rains and Bend? You said you've been here for a while, but you've only been here for a year. So yeah, fill um, in some blanks. <laughs> uh, I was in the uh, beer industry oh, yeah. marketing oh. for 11 years prior to this. And then um, some smaller scale marketing agencies here in town. Um, and I also spent some time working at Greg Squirrel. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, alcohol marketing. That's interesting. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely fun. Um, yeah. An incredible experience. Um, I worked with an incredible group of people and I'm very thankful for yeah. the opportunities that I had. Which brewery? I was with Deschutes Brewery. Wonderful. Yeah. Old school. One of the OGs. <laughs> the OG? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to do some work with some of the local breweries. We're gonna. There's some cool things coming down the pipe. I'm, it's going to be fun. Cool. So I sent out a, I just want to bring this up because I thought it was hilarious. And it also validated my questionnaire. Well, uh, the way I work this is prior to recording guests, because everybody is incredibly busy and I respect that. I've tried to come up with uh, some unique ways to learn about you guys without having to take up your time, which is kind of a survey. Allie wrote back and <laughs> said, <laughs> At the end, I ask her any feedback, and she says, My husband said this questionnaire seems like it could be connected to someone trying to acquire all my personal information and passwords. I'm an optimist, so I hope this is not the case, smiley face. Yeah, all right. I was a little nervous that yeah. you weren't going to show up today. Right. And, just <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, no, he's right. Piece together some, you know, your bank accounts empty. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about healing range. So I'm going to just ask some questions. You guys feel free to to answer however you want. You can ask me questions. It's very open form um, dialogue. Uh, So healing range was founded in 1999. And tell us more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Bin Magazine's The Circling Podcast is proud to be supported by Boss Sports Performance. 
Visit BossSportsPerformance.com and learn how Boss is committed to helping athletes of all ages and all ability levels reach their fullest athletic potential through science-backed and evidence-based strength and conditioning with no gimmicks, no fads, and no shortcuts. Boss Sports Performance, inclusive to everybody and everybody. Book a class online. The first time's free. So Healing Reigns was um, actually started just down the street at Horse Butte Equestrian Center. It was, uh, you know, a pony, a couple of kids, and an opportunity that came up uh, by everybody. You know, the instructors there noticed that this was something that, oh, my gosh, we could actually do. This is important to the community and quickly realized that that was not the right place, meaning that they needed their own location. And we're fortunate enough just to come down the street and find the location that we've been here. So we've been at this location since um, 2000 and um, have grown. It's a 20-acre, beautiful facility. We're very fortunate to have all this space. We have a huge um, indoor arena space that allows us to have year-round services and um, offices and attack room and such so that we can be um, open to everybody. And what yeah. is inside there that's even the coolest thing ever is that we have a ramp and uh, lift that allows us to get those that utilize wheelchairs on the yeah. horse with literally a push of a button. Yeah. And so we're um, very proud of that. That's that wonderful. We can, um, have anyone ride. Before we go on, tell us the mission. What goes on here? Because some heal people, with horses. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'd like to just quote off your, your website. You said Healing Reigns Therapeutic Riding Center has provided equine-assisted strategies designed to help Central Oregonians with varying disabilities and special needs to thrive. And then it goes on, but that's a good summary. It is. So, and you guys are growing? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Talk more about that. So we are at 180 riders, participants a week. Wonderful. Um, That is pre-COVID numbers. That's higher than the pre-COVID numbers. We're thrilled um, and excited. And so... And then with a huge wait list. And we hate having wait lists because we want everybody to be seen. And so that has um, allowed us to really um, go back to a 2019 vision plan that was set to bring on a a second indoor arena to the site. And so fast forward to now, we are bringing on another um, indoor arena that is a large steel structure that is coming here on site in September. And we're um, looking at building that this fall and winter so that we can open up our doors and have more, um, get those people off the wait list. And so Healing Reigns, we first started in 1999 with a therapeutic horsemanship program. And that program was for four year, you know, kids ages four years into the adults, um, learning horsemanship skills. So they learn how to groom the horse, how to ride, how to interact, and really figured out quickly that there's so much more you can do with these wonderful animals. And so that led to a service called hippotherapy, which is physical therapy and occupational therapy on horseback that is covered by insurance. And that service was started in 2007 with Georgia Merrifield, who came here on site. And that allows um, children to come here on site as young as two years of age to um, really work on skills that are needed that are maybe those that utilize wheelchairs that are learning how to walk for the first time. So they're learning how to strengthen their core, um, relax their muscles, hand-eye coordination. And what they're doing is that they're having fun. They're playing, you know, balls and toys. They're interacting. We have a sensory trail, which is 18 different um, trail courses. Um, there's hills that go up and down, and there's a car wash and that they have to walk through that's got swim noodles down that kind of 
hit everybody in the face, and so you have to reach out and, and yeah. move them around. Um, and that um, program now, we um, work with Treehouse Therapies. Um, they actually have a clinic on site here, and um, it's a pediatric clinic. And they work closely with us and partner um, with that service. That's amazing. Uh, I, I I got on your website and archive viewed some of the archive videos, especially I think it was the one with the therapist talking about the similarities between the like the musculoskeletal motion with horses' pelvis, you know, yes. their hips and yeah. and humans, and yes, it was really interesting. Yeah, Absolutely. it's really interesting. I I, yeah. I never knew that. And there isn't anything man-made out there. They can't, um, they can't develop that right. um, in a mechanical way. And so horses are um, and can help with that. Yeah. What's the history of equine therapy? Like, how long has it been going on? It's been around. There's centers that have been around for over 40 years. Yeah. Um, I think it's something that has been around longer than that. It's just been publicized right. and or started nonprofits. So um, the East Coast has the oldest centers. They've been around for 45 years, and then it's kind of spread across the coast. Yeah. And, um, but Little Bit Therapeutic Riding Center up in Seattle has been, uh, that's the oldest one in the Northwest, and they've been around for over 35 years. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys really aren't that far behind. 99, like the, to me, in a way, that doesn't seem like that long ago, but it kind of is. Uh, wow. Um, PATH, Professional Association of Therapeutic Horsemanship. This, this is a qualification you guys hold that's unique. Correct. Talk more about that or one of you. Go for it. <laughs> it's a, so we are thrilled to be a premier center, which means that we have all of our ducks lined up in a row. Yeah. Um, we have insurance, um, all of our paperwork. We do background checks on our volunteers. Our horses have a strict onboarding. So there's a ton of policies and procedures that is probably a seven-inch binder that we abide by. And that is how we continue to be safe out here because we have these this structure in place. So once we're safe, then we have a lot of fun because you know we have all these um, safety strategies set out in place and so that we can enjoy ourselves out here. We've been a premier center for over 20 years and um, that just allows us the freedom in the community to know that we are strong, we are solid, we know what we're doing. Our, all of our instructors are certified to be able to interact um, here on site with our clients. Um, biggest thing is safety. So they know how to work with um, people of all abilities here on site. And then our horses are trained. We don't just bring, you know, random horses off the street <laughs> and put them to work. They go through a lot in 30 days to ensure that they a, like this job and that they can handle um, all different um, people. Yeah. Uh, I was reading a little bit about that because it sounds as though some people can you you won't accept horses for to, how do you get your an, the animals you work with oh, we, sometimes they're donated sometimes you purchase them sometimes you foster them um, they're long-term leased long-term leased and so okay. that is the ideal um place is that then they can go back home to their owners and that allows us too to have a great relationship with their owners yeah. so maybe a year into having them here maybe they decide that um you know they have an allergy or something and we can call the owner and say you know no, Joe's got a little bit of allergy. And they say, oh, yeah, he has that, you know, so it's that great partnership or communication. Yeah. Um, and then they have a lovely place to go home to. But we're not um, close to having horses um, be donated to us as well or purchasing them if they are the right um, amazing animal, a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about a specific horse. Um, you guys familiar with Smokey? Oh, yes. Tell me about Smokey. 
Smokey is a sweet, sweet old man um, who a lot like loves um, this work. So he is a black and white paint horse. He's about fourteen hands and stocky, and he was a trail horse. And so okay, time out. Okay, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> this I have no idea what a hand means. Four inches. Okay. And so I know, you start I know the, that's incredibly so, naive. Yeah. But. So four inches start at the bottom of the hoof on the ground. Okay. And you go all the way up until the top of the withers. And I use measuring tape. So I mean, I'm just going to throw out my ignorance. What's a withers? So the bottom of the horse's mane. Okay. Right where the back starts where yeah. the saddle is placed. Perfect. Yeah. I, I did. I never grew up around horses. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I, the last time I rode one was in Mexico, and I'll never forget. It. First of all, like I'll never do that again. Um, second of all, I will never forget the vision of this guy on a horse that he could not control riding off down the beach. Like it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Horses are extremely yeah. smart, uh-huh. and that's where we yeah. want to make sure that they want to do this uh-huh. job because of that reason. If right. they don't want to, we right. want them hanging, running down Billy Road. I'm actually uh, brand new to horses as well. Are you? So this is, this is definitely outside of my familiar zone. Are you still <laughs> on like learning? Are you still on but like you've learned quickly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's been an incredible experience. But yeah, I think the most exposure I had previously was birthday parties when uh, I was eight and ten. Uh, yeah, so. Polly's dedicated to making me into a cowgirl. <laughs> Absolutely. We're bucking hay bales this morning. Yeah. yeah. So we have a special guest who, who has a relationship with Smokey. Uh, she's a friend of mine that comes out here and, and uh, has been coming for about a month and is really enjoying herself. So she wanted to say a couple things about Smokey. Um, why don't you tell us what two of your favorite things about Smokey the horse are? Smokey is very fun, and he's kind of funny. He's funny? What does he do that's funny? He just... He just, like, makes funny looks and stuff? Kinda. Kinda? All right. Uh, what's your... Do you, when you get done riding Smokey, do you feel better than when you came here? Yes. Yeah? What do you, tell me more about that. What, what, make, what do you feel better about? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ben Magazine's The Circling Podcast is brought to you by Back Porch Coffee Roasters. Back Porch offers high-quality coffees that are ethically sourced directly from family-operated farms and freshly roasted and brewed in Bend, Oregon. Visit BackPorchCoffeeRoasters.com to learn more, or better yet, stop into one of their four locations in Bend and experience coffee as it's meant to be. I feel more confident with riding horses. Cool. Each time I come here, nice. And ride Smokey. That's awesome. Is it just being on top of a big animal, kind of, and like moving with them makes you feel like like you can do more than you thought you could? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of perspective, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you know how to put a saddle on yet? Kinda. Yeah. Do you brush Smokey? Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do with, like, grooming Smokey? Getting the dirt off of him Ah. and making him clean. Cool. And do you do that after you ride him or before? Before. Cool. Why before and not after? Do you know? No. Do you guys know? Mm -hmm. Why? So that when you put the saddle on, it doesn't rub Ah. the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. The old common sense test. I just failed it. Yeah. All right. Uh. Let's see. Any other questions I have for you, sweetheart? I don't think so. You greased it. 
Thanks for participating. Nice job. If you want to, if you want to say anything else as we talk too, feel free. All right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. The vision of this place. So again, just quoting from the website: to be the standard of excellence in our industry by providing the highest quality experience to people who are challenged with physical and cognitive disabilities, and/or social, emotional, and behavior behavioral health needs. So that's a lot. It's a lot to, I mean, I work in healthcare and, and I work in a subspecialty of healthcare, but you know, what you guys are talking about right there is, that's a pretty broad category of people to help. Mm -hmm. And the one commonality is the horse. Absolutely. Cool. So, I mean, on your website, you, you, you treat people four to 94 for things such as ADD, ADHD, limb amputation, anxiety, autism, behavioral challenges, cancer, cerebral palsy, stroke, depression, developmental delay, Down syndrome, emotional trauma, genetic disorders, traumatic brain injury, speech, communication, and sensory disorders. That's a lot of life challenges to make progress on. Mm -hmm. And you guys see a, a lot of successes with those. We do. I think we've, over the years, have done a really good job of breaking down in silos of our services, yeah. um, services silos, to really um, determine exactly what the participant needs when they call. And then we've gone to the point of, like, we just created an in-house mental health clinic. Mm -hmm. So we now have a clinical supervisor who works for Healing Reigns. Um, we accepted What are their qualifications? Oh, Anna is a brilliant lady. Yeah. Um, Anna Thomas actually is came to Healing Rains uh, through China. <laughs> she oh. was living in China and um, lived in Bend back in uh, 2000 yeah. and wanted to come back here with her family awesome. and raise her children. And we were so fortunate um, that she was excited and interested in. Yeah. So she has a long history of being a manager, of being a clinical director, yeah. um, and working in animal-assisted activities and therapies. And awesome. so her skill set here is amazing. So she's actually overseeing three uh, grad student interns from Oregon State oh, University wow. uh, Master Counseling oh, wonderful. Uh, program. And so she's like a like a like a rotational option for them to come out and rotate. Um, so yeah, she she oversees them yeah. out here. Mm -hmm. That's great. And so they're here five days a week and really expanded into that service. And so, you know, you listed a lot of abilities um, that are out here and we're really great about figuring out exactly which silo. Like, is it um, for physical therapy? We have the hippotherapy right. service. For mental health, we have um, equine-assisted mental health service. Um, for therapeutic horsemanship, you know, that um, that silo can cover a lot of different abilities um, out here to, to work with. And so, um, and then, you know, we have veterans horsemanship program right. and one that we started a year ago. Um, due to the pandemic and looking outside the box as far as for fundraising, because we started last year going, oh, my goodness, you know, this is a pandemic. How do we get through this as a team financially? And instead of creating a car wash or, you know, a bake sale, uh, we opened our doors and created a service called Recreational Horsemanship. And yeah. that is that anybody in the community, no matter what your ability, age, demographic, you are welcome to come to Healing Reins and ride because we know that we can provide a safe place. Um, we have wonderful horses like Smokey who uh, love their jobs. And this allows people to come here and learn how to ride. Yeah. So that service has taken off. We started with four lessons a week and now we're up to 12 and um it's now a line item on our budget and we will continue That's having phenomenal. that and so and and for people to learn more about that just get on the website correct. do you register and yes all yeah, that we have stuff? online um, application that yeah. is really easy yeah. and then um your guys's website is well done too it's, it's, it's on everything you need and nothing more you know perfect yeah 
Um, wonderful. We worked, we worked hard. Can can you <laughs> yeah. or can you like maybe describe either one of you, uh, and maybe or maybe you could each take uh, a scenario, but just to kind of help us, myself included, understand. Um, how equine therapy is effective at treating one of these conditions. Like, for instance, say anxiety. How, how, how does that help? How does coming out and, and riding a horse help if you run anxious like myself? I think it really requires you to be able to manage your own emotions and be able to have this like self-awareness of how you're um, being perceived by the horse. Uh. Uh, which is really kind of an alternative, unique approach, right? Yeah. Um, because they're very relational uh, animals and they can feel and uh, sense your energy levels. So when you're standing in front of a horse extremely anxious, you're going to see a lot of movement and response to that. Huh. And um, I think one of the cool things that I've actually seen in the arena that, that, be, that is like incredibly effective is that you'll see someone, um, you know, one of our volunteers will recommend someone that's feeling anxiety and you can sense it and you can, you know, visually see it Yeah. Um, to just take a breath in front of the horse, huh. actually like deep breathing in front of the horse. And then the horse will actually like breathe out as well. And you can see them relax and respond huh. to that individual, which then helps that individual meet the same expectation. So, it, I mean, it, it's challenging in order to be able to manage your own emotions, um, but it it's, it actually feels like it comes very naturally yeah. here. Um, and once you get on that horse and you have this, you, you have this confidence like Avery expressed that, um, you know, you're able to accomplish just getting on top of the horse yeah. and then being able to communicate through your movement and through your body language and through your um, you know, emotional response. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's such a natural click, uh, and it's really cool to see the interaction occur. Um, and I, again, like I've had no experience with this prior to being in right. the arena and like my first two just observation sessions, I saw this and it was just overwhelmingly like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I can see how so observing something like that would give you guys the passion that you have about it. Cause yeah, it's, you're, you're, it's feeding you what you're putting into it. You know, you're getting something out and that's awesome. Yes. Um, what about, uh, like, so is the same is true for say, you know, an emotional trauma? Is it kind of the same idea or like cancer? I mean, people come out here with these life challenges and, and it ultimately do you think that the, like all roads lead back to kind of a common treatment algorithm or is it common, unique for I the would, different yeah i would say the most common would be um staying present yeah i think that um with a horse you may come in no matter who you are and you've had a rough day and you're thinking about school or you're thinking about your boyfriend um but the horse you have to stop thinking and be present and focus on the horse and that's why grooming like avery is talking about like grooming the horse yeah um gets the participant started with like okay i'm looking at the horse's neck and i'm brushing yeah. looking at the horse's hoof because if you're not paying attention Smokey's going to stop and eat the grass on the trail you know he's going to be like oh Oh, she's you know, because they're so smart. But so I think it really slows you down and makes you stay present awesome. so that then you can um, achieve those goals that you're needing to do by coming out here um, and uh, the horses and their movement. So another I'll kind of nerd out for a second. But, Please. You know, talking about how the horse's movement um, 
how you and I walk, they yeah. mimic that. Well, they're also um, horses that are different sizes. So some are narrow, some are wide, like Smokey's kind of on the wide side. Um, but it helps by um, putting somebody that has low muscle tone on a horse that is wider, that has a concussive movement, will actually help stimulate that body. Huh. Um, versus somebody that has really tight muscles, and we put them on a horse that's wide, that'll stretch and it'll be very uncomfortable. So right. then we want to make sure they're on a narrow yeah, horse. Interesting. Um, so a lot goes into um, finding what's the best horse and for that participant because some have personalities personalities that are sassy some are really funny and um, help those that might be nervous coming out here because they may be more engaging like totally. he's probably like hey girl yeah. what's going on avery you were you nervous me? when you first came out here uh, a, little, a little bit a little bit do you get nervous now mm, not really yeah do you look forward to it yes yeah that's so cool um i want to talk about one thing that I don't know. I just came to mind was this. Do you guys deal with the other end of this? Like this uh, human animal bond association, like people get really attached to their horse and then maybe they have to, that seems like it would be really hard for people. And that's why they stay here for years and years yeah, and years. Which is and awesome. That is why we've tried to find horses that um, can stay here for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, we have a horse named Axel who's 30 um, we just had a big birthday celebration this year for him, but he's been nice. in this program for over 15 years. Wow. And so, I mean, there's a long line of people who can talk about, you know, Axel. Yeah. You know, and and, do, and do people come visit Axel? They, they do. do. His, yeah. yeah. His birthday party was a hit. <laughs> it was people, huge. <laughs> he was there like, smiling. That's the first horse I ever rode. Yes. And I heard that over and over. Yeah. yeah. That's and now cool. that he's 30, uh, he's packing the little bitties, you know, the yeah. two and four year olds, because he's just, the you know, bitties. sweet and that's he goes awesome. his own pace. How sure. how old, what's the average lifespan of a, of a healthy horse? You know, about 30, you know, they go between yeah. 28 to 35. Yeah. And I think because Proud they're, Axel. I know <laughs> they're, um, we have such a great um, relationship with our veterinarians yeah. in the community. And we have five farriers who come out each, well, every couple months and um, trim the horses for free for us. And, and tell people what yeah. a farrier is. That a farrier don't know is it. a horse shoer. So they come out and trim the horse's hooves. Um, they grow like our toenails and fingernails grow. And so they need to be trimmed um, every, you know, six to eight weeks. And so these gentlemen come out and um, they donate their services to ensure that our horses are um, healthy and um, can continue in this program. So between vet care and farrier, and then the knowledge of how to feed horses has expanded greatly. So we can feed Axel differently because he's a 30-year-old gentleman. Um, so he might need um, a different food versus a younger horse who may be on a weight loss program. Yeah, yeah, right. Interesting. You you mentioned you know <clears throat> specifically about the bond between the yeah. participant and the horse, and I've got to mention also that there's this incredible bond that that participant also shares with their team, with their yeah, instructor, and their I volunteers bet. here. Are we have volunteers that have been here you know twelve plus years yeah. and have like not only found their best friends and you know their lifelong partner you know, friendship wise here and camaraderie here. Um, but they're so connected to the participant. And I often hear stories of participants just excited to see their team when mm -hmm. they come out here. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, Probably now more than ever. Yeah. That social yeah. piece for sure. Yeah. And I know that volunteers are coming for that as well. Yeah. And that's a piece of, you know, That's meeting cool. new people. And, yeah. you know, Avery, I bet your, you know, your team is is wonderful as well mm -hmm. um, that help you and make you feel um, comfortable and safe out here. And, and, um, that yeah so volunteers and our the instructor staff are um that's what yeah i know it when i drove in the, you know i know 
you guys are looking for more volunteers yes. as you're growing. Yeah. So you have a, a very clear, well laid out process on your website in terms of how to apply to get trained and certified and then to get out here doing something. And the other thing worth mentioning, and, and we're going to go into it later, but there's a lot of different ways to be involved, which is really cool. So very cool, ladies. Uh, we kind of talked about the facility in a sense. How many acres do you guys have? 20. 20. That's nice. It's large. And I went in before and was in this building over here in the indoor arena. Mm-hmm. I didn't even That's amazing. <laughs> it is. It's impressive. Yeah. It's like world class. It is. Yes, um, I'm very thankful, especially when it's snowing outside and yeah. our can still <laughs> trot around the arena. Yeah. Yes. That's really cool. Privileged. Um Let's talk about horse sponsorship, because that was something on your website that I noticed. These horses, it costs, horses are expensive to own. They are. And you guys have a fair amount of, it sounds like, community donations uh, in, in, in the context of food and water. Yeah. But it takes money, too, and people don't sponsor ho- horses. I mean, you can get on your website and you can see different businesses or individuals that sponsor different horses. Yeah. What does that look like? Like, what does that entail? What, what are some more details so, so people know? The sponsorship t- typically covers everything in addition to just the normal day-to-day care of our horses. A lot of those elements are covered by um, donation and a lot of our community partners, yeah. but individuals or we have corporate partners that choose to sponsor a horse for a year. Um, and it just covers any additional, um, you know, things that come up that aren't expected. Right. Um, which that is bills. Yes. It happens more, more often than you would think. Um, yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and, and we try to really encourage our sponsors to ha- form a relationship with their horse. For so sure. We invite them out. We want to give them a tour. We want them to meet their horse. We'll do a little family photo shoot. That's cool. Um, and then, you know, our on our horse's bridles, they'll proudly wore, you know, wear the name of the individual or the corporation that's sponsoring them. Um, but, yeah, we're trying to give them different opportunities to come out and actually engage and get to know um, our healing herd. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right, let's let's move on. Uh, you mentioned that some of the services are are covered by health insurance. Mm-hmm. Does it require? Is it just like a lot of things pending one's insurance policy, a referral or not from like a primary care provider or what? Does yeah, it, we do not need referrals. You don't. Um, no. So Treehouse Therapy manages the billing for. Cool. Um, the hippotherapy services out here, and then they pay us a a bar news fee. Um, As far as um, for the mental health uh, service, they do not have to get a referral. Therapeutic horsemanship is not covered by insurance, Um, and so that service we scholarship greatly. So we give out over $60,000 a year in scholarship money to ensure that we do not turn anybody away due to financial reasons at all. And we're um, very stubborn in that sense that you know, we'll keep finding more money if it's, you know, if it's over 60000 And so we're um, blessed to be able to have great support in grant writing. And um, yeah, it sounds like it, given so that, uh, two days ago, you went for a six-figure grant and yes. got it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's oh, massive. We're so excited. Yeah. It's so out of the blue, and we're, like, thrilled. <laughs> we're still processing <laughs> Not that. Not typical process. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that is, uh, there is scholarship money in that grant to, again, open our doors even further. Yeah, Wonderful. much of our fundraising is to add to that scholarship pool so that we can continue to offer, get folks off the wait list and not turn anyone away. Yeah. 
So you uh, you advertise basically three different categories of equine assistant services, and we mentioned them earlier, but I thought maybe we could go into each of them just a little bit more mm-hmm. in a little bit more detail. So the first is the horsemanship. Mm-hmm. So Ali, why don't you talk about the horsemanship? Um, I think therapeutic horsemanship is really kind of what we've hung our hat on for so many years. It's where we started and it has the largest base of participants right. and continues to you know incorporate a growing wait list. Right. Um, but it's th- that's where folks are, you know, learning all the skill set to, you know, they ha- they'll have their individual growth plan. They'll set goals prior to coming on site and um, meet with their instructor and, and meet with our team here and really determine what their needs are. Are they working on mental, you know, physical? Are they men- are they working on, you know, emotional stability? Are they working on, um, you know, over- trying to um, regain uh, speech capabilities? Are they working on core strength? So um, it's a, a variety. And so we'll, it's, I, I believe that program is like the most tailored to each individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and what makes us so unique is that with our, you know, lift that we have on site, we can put anyone on a horse. You know, there, there's no reason to turn anyone away. And uh, we have the ability to recreate the movement of the horse for anyone that wants to, um, you know, experience this opportunity. Yeah. So. And then how is how does the therapy category differ? So that would be um, the mental health, the equine-assisted mental health service. Um, that one is typically a ground lesson. They do not ride. Okay. Um, it's an interaction um, with the horse, a therapist, and then there's a, another individual called equine specialist. And that person is there to ensure that the horse is happy during the session and teach um maybe, you know, grooming skills. Um, And so the therapist is there to interact. So it's a really great um, team that worked, you know, with that client. And I do want to put a little pitch out there that we have um, three grad student interns that uh, we have that are open to see more clients for mental health services and that we have a scholarship, um, a huge scholarship amount of money that we want to ensure that it's open to everybody. So if you don't have um, insurance or um, it's a cash pay, but it's um, extremely... um, reasonable to be able to come out here and get some help um, with mental health services. So, Are there studies that show or any data that shows like statistically significant differences with equine therapy in in this application versus like conventional therapy? Yes, absolutely. It's um, growing and growing. So um, what we're what they're finding out there, what we, we will be, we're excited to partner. We actually, Healing Reigns uh, partnered in 2007, 2008 with Oregon State University huh. um, with a research uh, project working with veterans with um, military sexual trauma and PTSD. And um, it was extremely amazing to see um, how that um, evolved. And then outside everybody, I guess the world is changing. Um, they're finding out that people would prefer um, talking to an animal, whether it's a dog, a horse, or a guinea pig. I don't blame them mm-hmm. sometimes. Versus being in an office setting um, that may be um, you know, constricting to them. And so by coming out here, even if they don't want to interact with the horse, we have goats and chickens and pigs and just the farm setting. It's really mellow out here. I know. And so sweet and uh, we want that to be well i want the drama to be is when the horses are like interacting with each other that's the only drama we have we want it to be that it's um a kind place that when people come here they can heal immediately getting out of their vehicle well i would applaud you for creating that uh atmosphere just driving in the driveway really i'm not i'm being serious um, and then lastly, there's heroes horsemanship and that, that, that's a, a, a vet's 
focused mm-hmm. and first uh, responders and vets and first responders yes, so talk more about that either one of you um we've been working um uh, that was something that was it's, we've been working on the veteran population for years um and to have a open door policy meaning that we scholarship free of charge to anybody that is a veteran pre and post 9-11 to come out here and interact with the horses um, we have a weight limit of 225 pounds so those that are over that we have ground lessons that they can participate in um, we can do groups we can do individual now having the mental health clinic we're excited to add that therapy option to them um, and uh, thrilled to just evolve and so for first responders and that is for the medical f- field that is for teachers that is for you know doctor i mean anybody that is stressed right now during this covid pandemic um, we know that horses help we know that we've seen it we've been around for 22 years and it works. Um, yeah. And so we want to ensure that other people are able to experience that. And so developing these relationships um, in the community to attract and to get more people out here in that um, demographic to just enjoy the Yeah, it's really, yeah. I have two thoughts. The first being, I can only imagine now more than ever, uh, a, some people could, myself probably included, benefit from some, uh, you know, coming out here mm-hmm. for just coming out of COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a weird, like, I mean, for some of us more than others, but, you know, that's, that, that seems like a very, re, like, really kind of cool way to work on it. It is. I and don't for know. first responders, they can bring their families yeah. out here. And that's something that, um, you know, with the day-to-day stress of their jobs, um, you know, being able to come out here and have something fun to do with their children totally. um, or their spouses and their families, Um just to experience something that's out of the ordinary um, is we've um, hosted a couple evening events and uh, we're very successful and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Yeah. And as a team and the volunteers, I have to say we benefit as much as I think they do because we're experiencing how amazing well, you it guys is for are, them. You guys are leading well and, and you're seeing the, you're bearing the fruit of that. So get on you. I mean, that's what that is. It's good leadership, right? Um, my other thought was this, why 225 pound weight limit? Uh, for our horses, yeah, for the so safety of our horses. When are you going to get a Clydesdale? Oh, out we here? have one. <laughs> she's the one packing the 225 pounds. <laughs> her name is Lacey, and she's well, quite I, lovely. I weigh more than 225 pounds. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're going to have to work on the ground. But it is still as beneficial as riding. Yeah. You All know, right. It's still um, a wonderful experience just you being in You need a bigger Clydesdale. Oh, we're looking. Yeah. We're looking. So yeah, no, shout yeah. out to anybody who's got it. I like, want one of those Budweiser ones. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do they come with the beer? Uh, I know a guy. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about kind of the, the the whole thing that makes this place run, which is your volunteers. Yes. Um, how do people get involved for all the different roles? Start with the website. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would send them to the website. There's an extensive uh, volunteer page uh, that they can scroll through and, and see the options available. Um, but really, the the major need out here is um, sidewalkers and leaders in our lessons. So and and so people know what that is. Sidewalker walking next to the horse, walking alongside the horse while while um, a while a patron or. or yeah, while the, visitors, par- while the participant yeah, participants is um, writing, right. right? They're there to support the writer. Yes. Gotcha. The participant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're engaging with the participant. They're oftentimes, you know, uh, making sure that their foot isn't slipping out of uh, the stirrups. They're ensuring that they're paying attention to the instructor that's speaking to them. And, you know, it's just a lot of engagement with the writer, yeah. um, which is really, really cool interaction to I bet. watch. 
Um, I bet some neat relationships form just from that. Absolutely. And that's where that retention piece comes in is that the volunteers develop these relationships and they want to stay um, with their team. And and then the leaders are there to interact with the horse to ensure that um, the lesson is that the horse is happy during the lesson. But our services require about 100 uh, volunteers on a weekly basis to execute. And uh, we are say that again. A hundred volunteers on a weekly basis to be able to execute ah. all of our lessons. We're a very unique nonprofit yes. where we really need the volunteers to ensure that our um, participants um, can participate on a daily basis. Wow, that I mean that's incredible. And we have a core group that are are pretty amazing. They yeah. definitely treat this as a full time job, which we are so lucky to. And have it's them. all volunteer. All volunteer. Are they? Typically retired, typically like... All ages. So 14 and older can participate in the arena. And then we also have, um, you know, because we're seeing that the younger generation of children are wanting to interact and volunteer as well. But for insurance reasons, um, they have to be 14 and older to be in the arena. But we did create um, a program that they could interact in the hippotherapy sessions. uh, So 11 um, to, I guess, 13. Mm -hmm. And they get to play balls and toys with the two and four-year-olds who are riding. And the two and four-year-olds are rather completely engaged with a kid than an adult. Like, I'll go try to play balls and they'll look at me and like, no. And then I'll see the kid and be like, yes, that one's my girl. You know, and they'll play. So that's been um, a really really fun one to to grow and um, bring in that next generation. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity outside of the arena as well. Um, I mean, we have a an extensive fundraising team that is constantly in need of support. Uh, We're really trying to get folks on site here at our facility to see the property, to see how close it really is to town um, and to just have them have the experience of being here. Um, So we're trying to actually host an event on site once a month, which requires a lot of support as well. And our staff, we are small staff and our staff needs to be in the arena and, um, so we've got a very small team that's able to execute these event style, you know, engagement opportunities for folks to be on site, learn about our organization, be able to tell them our story and hope that they, you know, want to get involved in some capacity. Yeah. The, you it, In September, you guys host a big event. Di- what's it called? Diamonds, Diamonds and, and Dust. dust. <laughs> yeah. Tell us more about that. So uh, this year's a little bit different. If, if you've attended Diamonds and Dust in the past, we've had 22 years. This will be the 22nd year of Diamonds and Dust. Um, and this year it is a family-friendly picnic in our paddock. So we're opening up the property. We cool. really want to you know, invite and bring in our participant families, our volunteer families. Um, it's an affordable price point. We'll have food trucks out here. Um, we'll have bounce houses. A live band. Live what, what day is it? Uh, Saturday, September 18th. All right. Yes. Mark um, it on your calendar. Yes. Absolutely. And then uh, to really encourage that family element, all children under 12 are free. Cool. And they will eat. <laughs> eat for free. <laughs> so please bring your families out. Um, we'll have tickets uh, live on our website starting in August. But... Yeah, this is a different feel for this event for the first time ever. It's not that traditional sit-down, plated meal yeah. gala. Um, it's just an opportunity to really engage with your community. You know, yeah. be interesting to see if you guys go back after this. Yeah, it will be, actually. It, if this is you know, what I hope it to be, um, it may become an annual event, same, same style. You okay over there, champ? Polly's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, having a – I think it went down the wrong pipe. All right, Allie. 
You're a David Grohl fan. <gasps> I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm just a Food Fighters fanatic. Okay. That's so, I, yeah, you just answered my question. <laughs> I was going to say Scream, Nirvana, or Food Fighters. Oh, Food Fighters yeah, all, all right, the way. All right. Yeah. Uh, I have a good question for you. <laughs> You're asked to either volunteer at a rodeo as the rodeo clown <laughs> or the guy that rides a horse up to an, up next to a bareback bronco to let him hop on. You know that guy? Mm-hmm. Which one do you do? Oh, I'm the clown. <laughs> I don't know what a bronco is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have those here at Healing Rains. <laughs> Uh, right. No, I, I'm the socialite here. I have uh, no shame and no <laughs> no problem uh, putting myself out there and making friends. Yeah. I have a chocolate bowl on my desk just to make friends. <laughs> Children, especially. Yeah, I get that vibe. <laughs> Definitely. All right, Polly. Uh, Garth Brooks or Johnny Cash? Garth all the way. What? I would marry him. I know Garth. <laughs> I, know, I love you, my husband. Um, but Garth has had my heart since I was a child. All right. Um, do you drive a dually? No, um, but we are considering buying one and, um, my, yes. So no, but I do have a one ton truck. Yes. Is it a diesel? It is a diesel. Oh, yeah. Yes. Lucky. Yeah. Pull the horses um, around. Uh, so you're, I hear you're in the sister's rodeo next year. What event are you doing? Oh, all of them. <laughs> Cowgirl up. Absolutely. Um, she she is a rodeo queen. I know. Oh yeah, God. it's a thing. She's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so much, and fun. she looks the part. She's just she's just right on it. Inside and out, hair day. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been fun, you guys. Uh, thanks for telling us about Healing Rains. I hope that people get involved uh, please, more. Please come volunteer. Yeah, please. definitely. You're, it's it's gorgeous out here. Just driving uh, out east of town, barely east. Um, I, in fact, I live in Southwest Bend, and it took me like. 14 minutes to get here so it's nothing it takes longer yeah, to get just from past the, the humane society yeah. it's really not out of town yeah no it's and it's beautiful well uh i look forward to more conversations in Absolutely. the future thank this is so Adam. fun yeah, thank cool. you Avery, thank you for joining yes, us and come out and volunteer with avery yeah she's adorable she is adorable Smoky's she's cool. one of the best all right thanks everybody bye Thanks for tuning in to the Circling Podcast. The theme song was written by Carl Perkins and performed by Aaron Colbaker and Dr. Aaron Zerflu. We love mail, so please send us comments and questions to thecirclingpodcast at gmail.com. Please visit Polly and Allie at Healing Rains Therapeutic Writing Center. Consider supporting the efforts going on at Healing Rains with a financial contribution. Or learn more about all the different volunteer opportunities at healingrains.org. The health of our community relies on us. Ben Magazine's A Circling Podcast is proud to be in collaboration with Story Booth. Story Booth is designed to redefine the experience of creating, remembering, and sharing the meaningful moments in life. Story Booth exists to take advantage of the moment by creating a shared storytelling experience. Visit storyboothexperience.com to learn more and see how Story Booth makes fun weddings more fun and lame weddings less lame.